Hello, you're listening to On This Day with Brian Byrne. It's Wednesday the 3rd of June 2020. On this day in 618, St. Kevin of Glendalough died. The date is celebrated as his feast day in Ireland, and he's one of the most storied men in the calendar of Irish sainthood. The hermit, who is sometimes known as the St. Francis of Ireland because of his reputed affinity with animals, was born into nobility in 498. Called Gwemgen at birth, it is said an angel decreed that he should be baptised Kevin, the fairborn or handsome. With that kind of start, it was almost inevitable that he would be drawn to the religious life. After education from the age of seven by a series of monks, he was ordained and then went to live in the Glen of the Two Lakes, Glendalough, south of Dublin, choosing the life of a hermit. We get another angel in the narrative here, which is said to have led him to the Bronze Age tomb in the side of a mountain known today as St. Kevin's Bed. There is a tradition that holy men carried harps, and that Kevin learned to play one in his lonely cavern to the accompaniment of sweet songs of the branches and the leaves rustling outside. The harp was later preserved as a relic, and was noted as such in the 12th century when Gerald of Wales visited the monastery. The cavern is also the location for one of the persistent dark stories of Kevin's life, that he threw a woman who had followed him into his seclusion from there into the dark waters of the lake. Other stories of Kathleen, who is also cast in the part of the willful seductress with eyes of unholy blue, are of a less fatal nature. One legend says he felt her close by him, so he threw himself into a bed of nettles, and then lashed her with a handful of the same weeds to make her leave. All part, one supposes, of the developing mythology around the making of a holy man. There are enduring legends around Kevin and animals, which many of us will remember hearing about in our early schooling. About the mysterious white cow, which is said to have come to his home every morning while he was an infant to provide milk. And then there was the one about how when tending sheep as a youngster, he gave four of them to some poor men, but when the flock was counted later, all were present. The blackbird, which laid an egg in his hand, outstretched in prayer, and he stayed in that pose until it hatched as another. And then the boar, being chased by hunting dogs, which sat beside him, and the dogs then lay down and refused to catch it. Or the old goose, belonging to the local O'Toole king of Glendalough. Holy Kevin was asked to make it young enough to fly again. He did so with the proviso that he would be granted the land around which it would fly. Thus he gained possession of the valley in Glendalough, which was to become the focus of his own monastic settlement. There are stories too of magical provision of food, an otter in one of the lakes which brought a salmon every day to the settlement, willow trees that he commanded to bear apples, and are said to have done so for four centuries afterwards. There's even one of amusing prayer to turn water into ale and put meat on the bones left by a previously eaten meal so that harvesters could be fed. The monastic settlement which was built up around him by disciples was later to become a major centre of pilgrimage with seven churches and the round tower, the ruins of which still bring visitors today from all over the world. Kevin died in 618, but his memory had to be cared for until 1903 for him to be canonised. In the meantime, the Glendalough community was almost destroyed in 1398, 
and closed down in 1539 in the dissolution of the monasteries. But the 3rd of June, the anniversary of his death, still brought pilgrims to pray on his pattern day. The event is said to have become too joyful and riotous by the 19th century and was officially banned in the 1890s. So, on this day, if your name is Kevin, you have much that you can talk about should you ever need a conversation starter.